Westbrook on the drive, falling away. Won't go. Rebound taken by Iguodala. They do have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way downtown. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! With six tenths of a second remaining. What is going on, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Malaga Drive Hoops Pod. A little late, a little couple days late, but today uh, we are going to be breaking down the not not even really breaking down the finals, but recapping the finals, putting a bow on it, and then from there moving on to some LeBron James talk, talking about his legacy. I'm gonna actually pose some questions, and I've got a resident LeBron James expert. Uh, my little big bro, my bit, fuck, I had all day to practice that, my big little bro, Luke Bagley, which also, by the way, Luke, I am, uh, for this episode, I'm debuting a, you know how a lot of podcasts have, like, a, an opening, like, soundbite, almost, whether it be music or a clip? Totally. I'm debuting one in this pod, so you should be honored, I'm debuting with the Mike Green, Steph Curry band call. Still get goosebumps every time I hear it. So, I love it. Uh, I love it. hope you guys enjoy. Yeah, just for you, bro. Just for you. And and I'm I could not think of someone better to talk LeBron James with. Not just because you love him. I think the only other person that I can think probably in the same sort of level of love is probably Goldfinger. Off the top of my head, I mean, I mean, Andy loves him, but but does he really love him? Love him like. Brian loves him, but I feel like it's at a different level. Um, but I'm, I'm very excited. And, and the other thing is, like, I feel like with with you, there's just we can have our disagreements, we can have our arguments, but at the end of the day, like, it's all love. You're not you're not sensitive, you know. So, well, you can be actually, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's a love for basketball. We defend our guys exactly. And, and and I'm I'm gonna pose some questions, and I'm very excited and interested to hear your answers um so yeah let's get to it i appreciate you all for being here all right we're back and let's start off this podcast by just putting a bow on the nba finals um obviously the lakers won in six games lebron james the finals mvp uh heat were without goron for most of it obviously he tried to gut it out towards the end bam uh, clearly wasn't right at times, but I think, and, and I will say, I, I did not pick the Lakers, and it wasn't because I didn't think Braun and AD were good enough to win a title. I, I definitely thought they were. Um, I just wasn't sure about the supporting cast. I wasn't sure if Kuzma could hit the big shots. I wasn't sure if Caruso could hit the big shots, uh, KCP, and, and Danny Green. And there were times where they didn't. But ultimately, I think where I what I was most impressed with was I, I knew LeBron was going to do his thing, but I was very very impressed with Anthony Davis and just the the step he's the step he's taken. I, I think he was a borderline top ten player for me heading into the year. You could probably say top ten, but not firmly. And, and now I feel like he he's creeping up. He's probably closer to five than even ten for me now. Um, his shots just taking that next level, and it is ridiculous. I know Giannis won Defensive Player of the Year, and he probably on paper had a better defensive season just because of the Bucks. But it, it it's a regular season award. It, it, it's clear now who has the greater impact on the defense end of the floor. He was, it, it's crazy. Like the Heat could uh, in that last game. I still remember there were like multiple times where he was def- 
protected the rim, blocked it, got it out there. And then even when he wasn't getting to it, you could see guys just leaving it short time after time because they were just scared of him. Yeah. No, um, I think what – yeah, I heard a lot of people, just to get back to your original mark where you didn't pick the Lakers to win, um, it was a classic, like, two guys versus, you know, um, a lot of really good players versus, you know, two of the top five players in the league right now. And so I just thought, you know, I look, what I do is I essentially look at the history of the game. And I mean, I was going to take LeBron either way, you know me. Yeah. But if you just look at the history of the game and, like, who wins finals, especially in this league, it's the team with the superstars. Um, you know, people were referring, were bringing up the Detroit Pistons versus the Lakers, and I was like, I just thought it was funny because it, it was like, okay, you're going to give one example. Awesome. I can give you, you know, literally every other finals where the best player, the best two players win the championship. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't really worried. I... I was surprised. Well, well, coming into the series, I, I definitely had the Lakers winning this series. But I was saying that, you know, broad, broad from the start, maybe not even maybe from the start of the regular season, but even towards maybe bubble, start of bubble. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, you know, I you I no, no, I had the Lakers. I had the Lakers winning this oh, okay. series. Oh. Yeah, man, no, that's, that's a good it was weird because, you know, I was definitely at the beginning of the year when all things were equal to Clippers. Just because, you know, back in when, when they got Paul George and they got uh, Kawhi, they got Kawhi. I mean, Kawhi was obviously the hottest, you know, free agent on the market um, coming off of MVP. Paul George was still coming off that, you know, where he, I think he finished third in the MVP. And then, you know, he didn't have the best playoff run, but, uh, you know, Russell Westbrook obviously took a lot of the heat. Um, for that as well. So you have these two wings, and you know, the league was changing, and it was such a get big wings who can kind of do everything, especially play defense. You have those two guys going to a team that, you know, played the Warriors the year before tough and what took them to six games. Yep. Uh, so, so it was lining up that they were going to be tough. Um, and then you kind of looked at the, the uh, Lakers roster, and you're like, yeah, they do have these two guys. LeBron's coming off injury. AD's, you know, had a history of injury, and he's always been talented, but he's never been the toughest guy, and all these things at that time, I'm totally with you, were like, ah, but um, I think going into the bubble after they kind of, there was that week right before COVID hit, where they beat Clippers they and beat the Bucks, Clippers, like back yeah. to back. Yeah, I remember that. And I mean, it, I, I just remember it is LeBron is about to do, LeBron's about to remind people how he can turn it up to be like playoff LeBron because I think people kind of forgot like how dominant and how yeah. many like what he was doing in the playoffs of Cleveland. Right, and I think the so where that comes in, and I completely agree, and 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 you know, everyone right now that actually watches basketball, unless you are just out there to troll, I think has to understand that LeBron is the best player in the league right now and, and has been. But at that point, right, you got Kawhi winning a finals MVP, looking looking fabulous on both ends of the ball. You got LeBron, for the first time in a really long time, having an injury that is actually keeping him out for a significant time. At the same time, he's, what, 34 at that time? Like, this is just not – like, 34-year-olds are, are usually – 
if if not on the end of the bench, I like out of the league. And we're talking about still, you know, being the can he be the best player in the league? So that's just something that's really hard to do. And then you looked at that Lakers team. Obviously, you you didn't have Anthony Davis last year, but but that Lakers team that he was playing with was just a mess. Like a lot of talent, sure, but just a bunch of young guys running around with their heads cut off, especially on the defensive end. And and so for me, you looked at that and it was like, damn, like it, it's going to be. It, 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 I'm not saying we have an excuse necessarily to forget, but I can understand why he kind of faded to the back of people's minds with everything that was going on. No, you're, you're, totally, you're hitting it right on the spot. I mean, um, listen, he, yeah, it's, and you know, there, I think there's some fatigue with him. Like, it's like, dude, you've been doing this for so long. Dude, you kind of want the next person. I think that's a real thing. I think that's an underrated part of of the greatness of him, yeah. right? Because you saw with MJ, like, even in the last dance, yes, he goes six for six. And and we'll talk – I mean, I, I don't want to get too deep into MJ versus LeBron yet. But, I mean, the guy needed to go play baseball and take a break to come back and, and be able to do this. And LeBron has, has been in this mental grind. I mean – you you play if you add the playoffs and championship every year. That's like what he's played like four or five extra seasons during these during these years. I, I think that's a very underrated no, part too. It was I think the amount of finals minutes or finals games equals up to like three full seasons of yeah. Or no, sorry, excuse me. Playoff the amount of playoff basketball he's played equals games. Like three full yeah, seasons of it's ridiculous because it's like twenty years essentially twenty years <laughs> of basketball. It's ridiculous, and he's yeah. 35. Like, that's just yeah. – it, it's just not normal. It's really not normal. Well, that kind of gets me to, like, why I felt so good about this team um, that I, I was kind of looking at it. I, I don't know if it was different. I was just – you know, because I'm sure you've done this with teams in the past where – well, I mean, you've, you know, you have Warriors teams where you're just confident. You don't, you don't really have to think too much into it. You're like, hey, we're just better than everybody. And right. there's those years where you're like – Maybe before before the dynasty, where you're like, okay, if we do these things right, or if this person has plays yeah. this way, we can win a series or two. And so with the Lakers, I was kind of doing that, and and it brought me to Toronto, who I remember when they that beat, was my next know, the Blazers, yeah, like when they beat the Blazers, and he was playing great basketball. Um, just in the playoffs, it was like I think with LeBron, I felt like him and LeBron were going to have good chemistry. Uh, just, you know, because you get 48 minutes of solid point guard play there. And then I looked around the roster and I was just thinking, like, there are so many guys on this team who this might be their only shot at a championship. I'm talking about guys like Dwight Howard. I'm talking about guys like yeah. Marquise Morris. Uh, JaVale, Caruso. I mean, it goes well, down. Well, got a title. But, yeah, um, but moving yeah. yeah, there was a lot of journeymen who I feel, felt like, Look, this is my best shot. I'm playing with the best basketball player in the world. I'm playing with Anthony Davis. I'm giving it my all. People like Caruso, who probably wasn't, you know, a huge guy out of the draft. Kyle Kuzma. No, he's undrafted. Yeah, I mean, Kyle Kuzma was drafted in, uh, I think, later in the, was he later in the first round or early in the second? Yeah, I think he went 27th off the top of my head. But late first, yeah. I think he was late 20s. And I think it was just, it it felt like a lot of guys like that who, they, I just felt like even LeBron too, like he had this extra motivation. I was like, okay, people forgot. Like I, Anthony Davis was like, people have been like doubting if I can do this on a regular basis. Like, so I just felt like the entire time they had that. that they did. They did have that championship like locked in vibe, which 
the entire time. You didn't really – you got that from what? A couple other teams? The Heat were another team where you got that locked-in championship vibe. And Absolutely. I think that starts at the top, and, and that's 100%. I, I think that's something. Like the mindset of of treating every game and every minute as a, as a job is, is something that I, I don't think a lot of teams came in and had that mindset. And you could just feel that. I, I feel you, especially with Ronda. That was another thing that I loved is it was this so much fun Uh huh isn't his game just like it's just it's mine yeah it's just he's not looking it's so refreshing to see someone and i'm i'm it's crazy i'm i'm talking about rajon rondo and refreshing in the same sentence but it is so refreshing to see people put winning it's so obvious when a guy and it's it's easier to see in someone like rondo because he doesn't have to score even five points to be to be a very very effective and have his imprint all over the game um but you just see a guy that wants to win and has a basketball mind and and i love that because you know me i in this era too especially and i'm not i'm not saying it it's just because of james harden or kyrie irving but like it's funny that basketball is like one of the few games I feel like where you can be seen as a better overall player at that sport, at that game, because you do a certain thing well, rather than actually leading your team towards winning. Like any other game, if I play you in checkers and I beat you like nine out of 10 times, I'm better than you. Or if you beat me nine out of ten times, I'm better than you. I, I'm not better than you because I can like do sick moves with my queen. Yeah, That's probably not the best analogy. Uh, analogy. I, I get what you're saying. But like, like yeah, I'm this is this exactly. This era has just become obsessed with, and I get it. It's 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 very cool, and it's it, it can lead to winning. But like, end of the day, and and Braun's another guy that does that. It's just win just win just win just win and and he's done a great job of taking whatever what he did it in cleveland he did it in miami but more so you know i've been more focused on you know la and cleveland um is just getting the absolute best out of everyone that he plays with and he i think sorry sorry no you're good that was my point but i think um i think something he took from cleveland that i know because you know the best players, especially LeBron, I think more than other athletes, they have a lot of input, um, or they, they have you know they have a on the roster. Say. Exactly. Yeah. And I think what he took from playing Golden State all those years and with his Cleveland team is when I just remember the series. It would be like you know Golden State obviously moved the ball exceptionally, but they had got like multiple playmakers. They had multiple guys who like. Even for all their three point shooting and like obviously they have Steph and Clay, but you know, Clay would Clay would drive, penetrate, you kick out. Steph obviously I think people who are maybe like maybe a little bit more average fans, you know, only recognize him as the great three point shooter he is. But he's a great playmaker overall. Me and you yeah. obviously know that. Um they had Andre Iguodala who could play make. They had Livingston who could play make. Draymond is the definition of a playmaker. He didn't do much as a scoring, but Making right. plays for others. It's just that's a bunch of smart guys on the court who can do multiple things. I think the problem with Cleveland back in those days was like LeBron and Kyrie were doing a lot of one-on-one stuff, and then they would kick out to shooters, or you know they would have like 
uh, you know, one guy rolling to the hoop and then, you yeah. know, four guys on the perimeter. And so I think, I think LeBron was just like, look, if I'm going to carry on my career, I need to share more of that load. You get a guy like Anthony Davis who can do everything. My question, and I think it's pretty, you know, I'm not even going to qualify it. Anthony Davis, uh, who is LeBron's best teammate of all time to this point? Um, I think it is pretty wild because it's like you think about it. Or power rank them. Yeah, I mean. I think I go 2019-2020 AD as his best teammate. Then you go, I don't know, it's tough between D-Wade and Kyrie, but you probably go D-Wade. But It's tough because I think Kyrie Irving and um, and Anthony Davis for LeBron's game, I think match his game better. Whereas I agree. D Wade, I think overall, if you were going to say, "Hey, give me one guy in their prime to start a championship team with," I think I would take D Wade first. But to pair with LeBron, mm-hmm. I think I would go. I think I would go Anthony Davis first. I think he's the most talented. Yeah, and I think just what he can do defense. I think how he can affect the game in multiple ways. <laughs> It was just, stupid, dude. It like was so, it was one of the best things I've ever. Heard. It, it was incredible. it was incredible to watch how he and he did it at times during the regular season. But it, it's another thing to like legitimately just close off the paint to the opposing team. Like, yeah. like the Heat were. I, I remember in that last game they were legitimately. I think they shot like under fifty percent at the rim, like yeah, that. Yeah, but- that's nuts. And then on top of that, you take you take that, which as a skill set alone is already elite. That don't make you elite as a big man. And then now you're going to go ahead and fuck around and shoot 40% from outside. Like, if this is AD, like, we're looking at a, an all-time great eventually. Like, we're, we're passing up passing up Barkley, and then we're, we're headed towards, like, KG, Dirk, like a maybe eventually Duncan level if he continues on this ascendancy, which is to be honest with you, I think he's more talented than all of those guys. I I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree. I wouldn't disagree I at all. Right. I think he needs. I think LeBron needs to groom him into being like, hey man, eventually you are going to have to take the keys to this franchise. Yeah. Um, but I mean, right now, I, and what's cool about AD is I think D Wade obviously it's like, hey, you came to my team. And D Wade had already won a championship and was one of the best players in the league. And then Kyrie is just a weirdo and like was like, "Oh, I need to go get mine." But I think AD has like he's like, "Listen, I haven't done anything with being by myself, and yeah, I'm talented." But I think he he's more of like a hey. I think he's. I think he vibed I just know. a lot better with yeah. Braun. Like they actually seem like genuinely like good friends. Well, dude, what was weird? I was listening. To, I think uh, I don't know if you've listened to this, but. Uh, Jared Dudley went on Bill Simmons' podcast and just killed it. I mean, it was one of the most cool, like, in-depth, what the bubble was like, what the vibes were around. Yeah. Like, it was so... It, I'll it was definitely like, check it out. You have to. I'm like, surprised Dudley went because Simmons has been just shitting on the Lakers for a while. And he was... Yeah, well, that's, that's what's cool about Dudley is he, like, rec- he understands, like, what, like, Bill Simmons is a Boston guy who, you know, isn't going to get anything to the Lakers, but... Dudley loves talking to the media, and I, he was like, explaining I wants to be like a GM and like they're a coach or something. Yeah, <laughs> it was really cool. He also went to Boston College, so they have like kind of a connection there. Yeah, that's um, fair. That's fair. But but yeah, just to, to kind of get back to AD, he was talking about how like it, 
was such a little big, like a big brother, little brother vibe. Like he, he went to LeBron's camp, and that's like where they first met when he was in high school. And LeBron was like still killing in the league. I mean, that that's just crazy. shows how crazy it is. But yeah, like this guy looked up to LeBron, and and I mean, it's it's just freaking. I it's not weird to me. Like I feel like I've been on this train with LeBron so much. Like what he does, the amount of minutes he's played, what he's done in the playoffs, and I just don't get tired of it because I appreciate the level the level he plays at, and I just feel like his body is just so, like, he's such a God-given athlete, and the way he takes care of his body, and the way the game's set up now for him, it's like, it's not physical, he's playing point guard, he's getting guys involved, and then yeah. he just gets downhill. I don't see why this Laker team can't. And I think they're going to get better, too, which is the scarier thing. Like, I think they have a lot of they, – they can do a lot of things. There's going to be a lot of journeymen who, you know, like they were talking about the Serge Ibaka's of the world and, like, guys like that. Who might, He's going to be a very hot commodity this, uh, this offseason. You see he took all Raptors things out of his bios today? Did he really? I love yeah. when they do. He t- <laughs> if I I know if I'm them, you know they're cracking up doing that. Like they know people are gonna notice. Like literally on Instagram and Twitter, took all Raptors out of his out of his bias. It's so funny. It's like you're <laughs> up. Like there's whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's just like I just think they're gonna get guys like that who are kind of like, yeah. hey, do I want to go make fifteen or ten million, or do I want to take this seven or five million and go try to be on a contender type of no. thing? So I, I feel it'll like. be fun. I feel you. And I think one last thing I, that I, I loved too about their relationship is like AD would give it to Braun. Like like AD yeah. and, and Braun right back. And I think those are the best, most healthiest relationship. We live in such a soft world now where you see yelling and you're like, oh my God, they hate you. It's like, no, like you're in the most competitive of setting. I'm yelling at my best friends, you know, when I'm going to play pickup. And it doesn't matter if we win or lose. Like, ultimately, like, these guys are playing the highest stakes. Like, I would hope they'd yell at each other. But I, I loved seeing that, that they were on that same page. And and um, real quick, too, before we move on, I, I do want to – I'm not wearing a hat, but I'll tip my hat to the Heat. They had a great season, and especially to Jimmy Butler. That guy's a, an absolute dog. He gave it everything he had. And obviously, it just wasn't quite enough. But they, they definitely had a great season. And I hope – Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, they're all they're all winners. They really are all winners, and um, we saw that in the bubble. And Goron, that that sucks. I I really Dude, wish he, he didn't. So fun to watch. He's such oh a likable. He was hooping like he was like Luca's like uncle, <laughs> lefty Luca's uncle. Drunk uncle. Yeah, <laughs> he taught him everything. Yeah. Um, yeah he's sick. Okay. Did you see that stupid tweet where somebody said? Duncan Robinson's a better catch and shoot player than Clay Thompson. Yeah, that's just that's Brooklyn. that's the definition of Twitter. Like, <laughs> I, I laughed when I saw that. I, I usually stuff like that. Three four years ago, that would have made me so angry. I would have t- I probably would have DM'd him. But I'm like, <laughs> I'm at the point where I I honestly I I just feel bad for the guy and I just move on. Um, and and then and then you see Dame like roast and it's like okay like. I yeah, think. Yo, yeah, I would have shot that shit. Yeah, you also have. It was like, dude, Dame, what are you trying to do? Oh wait, I, wait, what are you? I, what are you talking about? Because I was talking. Dame roasted the guy who posted that on Twitter. No, I saw that, but I also saw Dame 
there was when LeBron passed it. I thought you were talking about LeBron passed it to Danny Green, and some guy asked him. He's like, Oh, I saw Dan, that what too. Would you have done? He's like, Well, you did the right play, but I'll probably would have shot that shit. But I'm Dame's like, also a Dan. different player. Like LeBron, LeBron, that was that was another thing. Like, and we'll get there actually because this whole next part is going to be about LeBron and. <laughs> Let, let's just get into it. So, so obviously, you know, people are. I'm 24. You're 23. I'm 24. Yeah, my bad. Bro. <laughs> it's all good. My bad, bro. I know you just turned 24. Um, well, basically, since we've started watching basketball, we've seen this guy LeBron James dominate, right? But when did you yes. start watching that? Like what? Sixth grade, fifth grade? When, stop it. Um, I started watching basketball religiously since I was like, religiously like the first moments I, I remember we lost to the, my, my first memory of like basketball was me right in front of the TV and this is why we differ because you, you say you don't hate anybody my basketball relationship started with the an aggressive hate for the for rest in peace Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal yeah. I remember Shaq calling us the Queens I remember sitting <laughs> right in front of the TV and yelling at it, and like my parents getting pissed. And I, I couldn't have been older than what oh two, so I was probably six years old. My first memory of basketball. Yeah. I remember I drew a picture of Kevin Garnett when we lost to them. I think in the in the second round of the semis one year, I drew a very mean picture of Kevin Garnett and I stabbed it and was crying, <laughs> stabbing it repeatedly. Like my basketball, my basketball like passion was spawned from from uh, hate. And and, and honestly, I get that. I get that. I probably started a little bit later, and I, I was watching basketball for a while, but I don't think I really, really got into it. Into it till the Warriors had that we believe you. Which was 07, which was 13 years ago. So I was probably around 10. Um, but end of the end of the day, since we have been watching, LeBron has dominated the league. So Absolutely. he has obviously, as a result, garnered a huge, huge fan base. People like you, I would would not be shocked. Probably this is probably not true, but I would not be shocked if LeBron James like, as a person, has more fans than, like, the Charlotte Hornets do as a, as a whole franchise. Like, or, or a couple – I don't want to be disrespectful and call, like, certain franchises, like, bottom tier. Dude, he probably has more followers than the Kings, honestly. Like, he probably has more Yeah, I mean, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, so, so because you have a lot of people. And, and I don't think, you know, every LeBron fan is ridiculous, but – here are my biggest issues. My, I, I think the first thing that bothers me with this whole thing is I feel like Braun fans think that everyone hates LeBron. Like, and that people don't think he's good. Like, who actually doesn't think he's good at basketball? Like, oh, I mean, I think, I think the biggest thing is like, there's a lot of people in the media and there's a lot of people see who in the media. Oh, go, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll, I'll respond. Yeah, but I think where it bothers... Well, what, I'll, say, I'll say this. And I, I've kind of come to... Or I think about this a lot. And when you take a step back from, from arguing with people and you kind of look at, like, where their hate comes from, I think it's the expectation of LeBron that, that, that fuels it, where 
a lot of it is like we expect him to be number one. I view him as the greatest player of all time. And I don't get upset. Hold on. I, I don't get upset when people say he's the second. It's when people start saying there's other people who are better than them. It's where other people mm-hmm. say, oh, I take this guy over him or he's not a he's not a closer. It's like when people start doing that yeah. and then nitpicking, like when people start nitpicking, I'm just like, what are we doing? Like, yeah. and that's what, like, but I also don't think, I don't think. Because that's I, fair, bro. That's that everything you said there is fair, but I feel like the majority of Braun fans, and that, maybe that's not fair of me to, to say the majority, but I will say before we even go into this, I think I will say LeBron James is the best player in the league right now, and he is definitely either one or two. And I'm not ready to say he's one, but that's my whole point. Like, I think the majority of people who watch basketball, who who really care about the game of basketball, have Jordan or have LeBron one or two, maybe at worst three, but it's because he's literally, he's still playing. His legacy isn't done. And it's like, how is that disrespectful for us to say he's not one? Like we're talking about the legends and, and you have people in the media, like Windhorse, Perk, Ramona Shelburne, Nichols, like they have made careers covering him. Like people, I, I don't understand and maybe I'm just more sensitive to it, right? Because, no, because no, it's, it's like you no, and that's a great point you bring up. Is you know all like we kind of maybe go tone deaf to certain things. And yeah. Like I'm sure I'm sure you you remember you hear people who hate uh, on staff exactly more than, yeah more than you remember the people who say he's the best point guard in the league. I'm sure you remember the people who say Dame's better, or Russell Westbrook's better than him, or James Harden. Like you'll just remember that more naturally, and so I've sure. kind of come to grips with that. Um, I don't know. The one thing I'll say is I just think it's like every year since God since Steph Curry had his breakout year. It's like it's like they're looking for a reason to say he's not the best. It's like, oh, Steph's better than him. Oh, Kevin Durant's better. Oh, Kawhi's okay, better. And that's that's where we'll get to. And because because he's not, they're not. Steph's not. Right. Katie's not. And I think that's what frustrates me. Kawhi's okay, not. Just because just because they win a championship, like let's but, look. Can we like take a step back and look at the bigger picture? But like, let's did, do did that. Okay, let's do that. Let's I'm do that. So ready. So. It, let me start by asking you this. How, where are Steph and KD? Assuming KD doesn't have, eh, I guess you can factor in a little bit. Just where are Steph and KD right now behind Braun? And, and again, this is, we can just have these conversations. I don't care. You don't have to move either of them up now because you're on this podcast. I think, I think you know, since probably we first met my, my uh, appreciation for Steph Curry, and actually, dude, that's, I don't know. Finals. I I really still know. remember. I still remember. I think it was my senior year, where I was like, I was talking, and you told me dead and dead to my face, and we ended up just disagreeing. But you told me you felt like James Harden was a better basketball player. Yeah, bro, that was three years ago. <laughs> We've known each other for like. Five that's years. okay. That's that's true. That's true. But okay, um, where are they both now? No, so, so like currently, where they rank in the league? I mean, Steph's not really coming off a bad injury; he's going to be pretty fresh. So I have him still ranked. 
I, and same with KD. I would say that um, I KD's weird because the Achilles you never know. Yeah, you, like really, you never know. I, he has two years to recover, so you don't know what you're going to get. And I think more than anything, Ka- Kawhi, his stock fell a lot yeah. because of how he played. Um, and honestly, I was thinking like throughout this bubble, you know what? I was thinking a lot about leadership, and I think that's a, that's something to get gets overlooked a lot. And I think just you know, leadership doesn't always have to be the Michael Jordan. I'm gonna scream at you. It can be. Yeah, it really it shouldn't be, honestly. Well, no, it can be. It can be. It can be. Sure. That's what I'm saying. It just needs to be. Okay, is that what? There has to be mutual respect though before you can scream. Wait, real quick. You know how Anchor does the 30 minute bullshit. We're gonna take a quick break, and then we'll. we'll this was a nice little teaser, bro. <laughs> One sec. All right, we're back. So. Um, when we left off, you were in the middle of explaining where you felt Steph and Katie were. Yeah, so I, I, cause I don't know where everybody's like top five is. I think next year is going to really like clear it up. For, yeah. List, cause I think with the injuries and the performances of this playoffs, it's kind of, you can kind of go, we all know LeBron's number one. I think most of the world can agree on that. And then I think like two through literally like, I don't even know. 12 can be kind of jumbled up, um, especially in that two to four, two to five range. But I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. KD two, Steph three, Kawhi four, and AD five. I and I think I agree. I know I had my list earlier, but I, I don't think I factored in. Uh, Kawhi. See, it's on Kawhi, but it's also not on Kawhi. He was just playing. I, I didn't love the vibe of that Clippers team, but either way, I, I think that adds up. Where you are adds up. What frustrates me, and again, it's it's not fair to say, because like you said, I think you're, me, myself included, is more sensitive to, to certain things. But what annoys me, too, is when people say, okay, KD is not even close in the same class. And it's fair to say LeBron's better, but to say, oh, LeBron's he's not even close to there, and, and Steph's not even close to there. And then again, and, and again, we had a better team, but when Kyrie and Kevin Love are not slouches either. So if if we won eight, what we played two finals with KD and you Braun had Kevin Love, Kyrie, and, and think what you want about Love and Kyrie and Tristan. But I mean, that's at least somewhat of help, right? Like we can agree on that. When they played, we won eight out of the nine, right or ten? Yeah. Like you, if if and and I still think LeBron's one or two all time. But then at that point, you got to say Steph and KD are are very very damn good and top 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 exactly exactly. And that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying, I'm saying is presently constructed with both of those guys coming off injury. And really not having a literally both of them pretty much not having a year, taking a year like essentially off. Yeah. And then him winning a championship, I think the gap has is further than it has ever been in the last four years. People saying KD was better than him, and I was like, you guys are morons. But um, <laughs> I just think, I just think no, KD. LeBron James is, is a better basketball player. Yeah, it's like it's really dumb to even talk about. But I, I think KD just. I mean, even with the Warriors, I remember. Obviously, his offense was was unbelievable. Like he can, he's always been a scorer. I think his playmaking definitely improved on the Warriors just because of the style of play you guys had. Um, and then I also think because he wasn't 
I think because he wasn't the focal point of the point. offense, like he didn't have to do everything with every possession, I think it allowed him to play with a lot more energy and play honestly more freely and confidently defensively. And so you, you got to see definitely another side of that with him when you guys would do your death lineup or just you know him playing overall better defense. Um, and then with Steph being at number three, obviously uh, he's I have him ranked second best point guard of all time. Um, by I magic, think, you know, by magic, yeah. Um, and I think I think he has a chance to be the best if he can get a, literally just a, I think another championship if he's you know clearly the best player on the team. Um, but with that, I kind of brought me back to I was talking about this a little bit earlier just with his leadership. You know, you said yeah. you don't blame you don't blame Kawhi for everything, and I, I think that's unfair because we, you know, if Steph was if that would happen to Steph, that yeah, would oh, he'd that would be, they'd be crucified, crucified, but because we hold them to such a high expectation, and that doesn't happen, they don't lose, you know, they don't like lose to those type, those type of teams, you know. Yeah, Steph that's completely fair, LeBron. actually. You know what I'm saying? So I think yeah. his leadership and his ability to be the vocal point of a winning culture, be able to get guys in. And they just, I mean, the, the dude reinvented basketball. Like, let's, let's not get ourselves. Um, I think they're not Warriors. Not Warriors Lakers is what I have for the Western Conference Finals. As of right now, I think that team is going to come back fired up and we're going to get that 2016-15 vibe from them. I, I, hope think so. they have, I think they have a move to make, honestly. They do. Um, and they got the pieces to do it. Yeah, you know they're going to do some bull. You know they're going to pull some Warriors. Yeah. Bull I'm just honest, like, because how I kind of break it down is like, okay, if I had a blank roster, um, who would be the first guy? It'd be Braun. Who would be the second guy? Katie. Who would be the third guy? And then that's where it's like, okay, do I, I mean, do I take step off an injury or do I take, you know, Kawhi off this kind of somewhat sus performance? And I'm, to be honest, because of Steph's leadership and I don't think the injury was super significant, I would take Steph. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that's, that's, I mean, it's, it's like, it's right. Neck and neck, and that's no disrespect to Steph Curry. I think it's just more, you know, Kawhi still, I think, is Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Um, no, you've answered I, these questions all perf- perfectly. It just it frustrates me when people try to, one, act like there are a majority of people that, one, don't think LeBron is good. Like, you're the fucking best player in the league. Like, we obviously think you're good, and, and the media knows you. Like, there's no one that the media loves uh, ESPN was posting. ESPN was posting before Game Five. Jobs not finished. Like ESPN was like. Yeah, but I, I mean, as a, they're still like ESPN. Like they, yes, their their actual coverage of sports is very just. Vanilla, but we can, we can, you know what it is? It's the damn Jordan thing. It's people just go six and zero in the finals, six and zero, and it's like, okay, great. So what essentially you're saying is that LeBron's, you know, Le- 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 LeBron's supposed to lose no. before the finals. Like Nick Wright but, brought up a great point: is Jimmy Butler's okay and, worse because he lost? And here's my he counterpoint. This is my counterpoint with Jimmy Butler. No, but we're talking about. One and two. Like, Jimmy Butler's nowhere near one or two all time. And I'm not saying, again, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, my God, he lost all these. But at the same point, like, 
because Jordan has certain things you can point out too. But I, I think the biggest thing for me is that is that Mavs is that Mavs finals like, and you can't say that's the one thing like we're not talking about like certain like we're talking about literally the greatest basketball player to ever be on this planet. Like there are so many people that have played basketball, and it is the best to ever do it. So if there's the margins are very fine. The criteria is going to be very very tough and again i'm not decided but no i'm not saying his his uh you know his legacy is going down because of that but with the whole nick Wright thing it's like dude we're talking about literally the best ever like don't apply that to jimmy butler like obviously i think think he was making a point where it's like you can't just take because i think his point was we only base the criteria off of michael jordan's career so if you can't match that career you have no you just don't have a that's right which is frustrating as a braun fan because i get that right there's something to be said for getting to that many finals like like let's say braun came first you could be like well, Michael, like LeBron went to this many straight finals. I, I get how that'd be frustrating, and that's really their main piece. But well, and and it's just like Michael Jordan was celebrated for for him and his game, where like he never beat Larry Bird in a playoff game, not a series. I'm talking he never. Larry Bird is undefeated against Michael Jordan in the playoffs, but we celebrate Michael Jordan's 63 point game, even though we're a loss. That would never happen with LeBron James because people would say, "Oh." Michael would have won, or Kobe would have won. Would it? Because, Michael, that game was early in MJ's career. Like, if Braun did that early against... But we did. We we hold 07, three years in the league, getting in the finals against Spurs, and we hold... People hold that against him like that wasn't an achievement. It's like... I don't hold that against him, though. You don't, but people pull the record 3-9 and or 4 and whatever, 4-9 and in the finals, and people hold it against him, and it's like, this... you're, you're basing this off of, like, really dumb stuff. Michael Jordan never got – I don't think he got to a conference finals before Scottie Pippen got there. He didn't win a ring before. Like, it's it, there's just so many, like, other factors. Exactly. You watch the last dance and you think – and that's another dumb thing. Last dance comes around and everybody's like, oh, this solidifies it. Okay, so while he's doing a document, Nick Wright did this me. So Michael Jordan puts out a documentary this year. LeBron's winning a championship and somehow – it's like that—that that isn't enough to make yeah, you. I, I don't know. It was, no, no, I'm with you again. I I think it goes back to the point of where you're going to hear because LeBron James guy, you're going to be hearing the people talk about. But I think the majority of people, basketball lovers, NBA lovers, no. I I mean, I I would say at this point, especially after this one, I I would say by the time Bron retires he will probably be the best of all time. And I'm not ready to go there yet, but at the, at the same time, I, it would be done right now already for me if he wins that Mav series. And I, I can't really hold the Warriors against him, but I mean, greatest all time. And again, the Warriors were better, but greatest basketball of all time. Like it, it was tough for him to go down in four and five for me personally. I love that because you, he literally went up against the greatest team of all time. And when we look back, probably who I, mean, I already have stuff as the second best point guard of all time. And you probably have Kevin Durant as the third best small forward of all time. 
I mean, who do you have, Bird, though. Bird, and LeBron, or yeah, yeah. Well, Kevin Durant's climbing, but I just think, I mean, I just do Bird. Whew, you want, yo, people listening to this who haven't seen Bird highlights, yo, that's some of my favorite. I dude, guys. I love Larry Bird. He was the best player in the. He was considered the best player in the league at, before M- Magic, right? Um, him and Magic were kind of battling. Like it was always the, it was for the eighties. Actually, you know what's wild? I think they only met up in. I think they only played in two, two. finals, but like, but it's it's advertised like they were like playing in the eighties. But no, the uh, the Celtics won three championships in the eighties, and the Lakers won five. And I think before. Before Michael was crowned the best player, uh, Magic was considered the best player. But that's another wild thing, too, is, like, you go back and you listen to those guys talk, and every, just based on ability alone, people were already calling Magic or Michael the best ever and all that stuff. You mm-hmm. have to do all this proving of titles and stuff. And I think that's where I just go, well, it's like, okay. Come were on. they? Oh, dude, go back. Yeah, go back. Watch before at, before MJ won the titles, they were calling him the best ever? That's The best player. Could, because they did it differently, though. Like, he's not the same. Because, you know, what Magic and Bird did was kind of like what LeBron did. Like, they were such path. They were, like, really pass-first guys. Even, I mean, like, Larry could, was, I don't know. I think LeBron's a little bit better of a passer. But, I mean, dude, they're neck and neck in yeah. terms of passing and, and stuff like that. And then, obviously, Magic is, you know, the best one of all time and known for his passing. But, I mean, it was just the, the media back then was like, he's just he's the greatest basketball player ever, but can he, you know, yeah. play great team basketball? Yeah. Uh, so, so, going so back to original. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so you're – no, it, so and, and that adds up. Again, it's you were going against probably the greatest team of all time or up there. Top three. Warriors were probably the best team So – that's why he went down in that way. I get it. Now, this this leads me to another thing. Because I know you. And, and back then was a little bit more of an emotional time. Because, again, LeBron is your guy. And and to be honest, if KD doesn't decide to join the Warriors, LeBron probably has at least, at least one more title. And the legacy is a little bit better. So I get why that would be frustrating. But my thing... I want to hear your point. What your response to this is? LeBron started this movement, and I have no problem with that, right? He kind of stacked the deck, and he got he teamed up with D Wade and Chris Bosh. And I, I I don't know if you remember. I don't personally remember. I was was where were D Wade and Bosh in terms of were they both top ten players? Was D Wade top ten and Bosh was top twenty? Bosh was a monster in Toronto. Brian Dwight Howard were still, we're yeah. still doing his thing. Uh, LeBron, obviously. LeBron, obviously. Paul Pierce, KG. Darren uh, Williams. Was still around. Chris Paul. I mean, yeah, Chris Paul. Uh, I think Blake Griffin was starting to come into his own at that point. Or yeah. maybe he was like just he was like early. I mean, listen, the thing about that, I mean, like, if you want to compare LeBron going to the Heat to Kevin Durant joining the Warriors. I, I just don't get why KD got absolutely fucking crucified for going to a place where he, first off, and, and you can go, you can go for 10, 10 5, 10, 15 minutes after this. Oh, yeah. And I know, and I know you will. <laughs> I know you will. But KD had never won a title. He decides to go to the place that fits him best and gets absolutely fucking crucified. And and 
I and LeBron did the same thing like a couple years ago, and it's like, do you really expect Kevin Durant in his mind to be like, all right, this place is the best for me. This is where I want to go. I love the Bay. I want to play. I want to hoop with these guys. Do you really expect him to be like, oh, but like we're just a little too good. Like that's not fair. Like he's never won a title. Like Steph Curry was two years, just two years from going up against Braun and like easily could have lost that series. Like, I don't know. I, I just don't feel like it's fair to be like, all right, you can do what's best for you unless it's like too good of a situation for you. Like, I, I feel like these guys are the best hoopers in the world. Go where it fits you best. And I, he got absolutely fucking murdered. And I feel like there's a lot of people that would have murdered him either way. But I feel like a lot of people that murdered him were murdering him because they are Braun fans. And it directly affected Braun's, fair or not, his legacy. And Braun did essentially the same thing, maybe just not to that quite of an extent but we've seen so many super teams not be successful we've seen so many talented teams not it is so damn hard to win a title i i just i don't know why one got murdered and then Braun. i mean some people gave Braun shit but it, people either hate Braun or love him and they're gonna give him shit no matter what okay go ahead give me your response as to why katie's move was soft okay. snaky first way worse first of all did you were you like knocked out all of 2010 when lebron made his decision he no, people, but more than any superstar has ever gotten crucified. Dude, uh, dude, people are still calling Katie a snake. No one's talking about Braun moving to Miami yet, still. And granted, that was a while ago. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but I felt like Katie got killed for it way okay, more. Let's just talk about the situations. Let's break it down. Let's break it. Let's start with both the teams where they came from. Okay, so LeBron came from Cleveland, where the second best player was a seven foot Eastern European guy who I can't remember, Galskis or something. Zidrunas, legend. No, I, I loved him. He actually had a killer baseline mid range. Um, uh, I saw him hit a couple uh, at the old Kings Arena. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just shout out. But uh, yeah, he came from that situation where. They weren't getting free agents. He couldn't get people there. Their front office was a mess. Dan Gilmore was a bad owner. And he was like, he felt trapped. So what did he do? Okay, yes, he, he did. He obviously stacked the odds in his favor. But who was Chris Bosh before Miami? He was a really talented player. But he wasn't like this person who was getting you to a TV. You didn't have to watch Chris Bosh. He's in he, Toronto, bro. He was a fourth pick. Can I? Okay, can I give you stats sure. before he moved? To to Miami, yeah. Twenty four points a game, eleven assist, eleven rebounds, uh, two assists, a block and a steal game on fifty percent from the field and forty percent from three. That's unbelievable. What, that's was, pretty, what was Toronto's record that year? If you don't mind pretty, me asking, I'm just curious. Pretty damn good. Um, let me check. Two thousand nine, two thousand ten, Toronto. Because they either got bounced in the first round, or they were like a, they were like a nine ten. I'm pretty sure the uh, that year. Ah, uh, damn it, man. Okay, no, we should be able to move back. Either way, I'm not saying he was bad. Obviously, clearly based on those numbers, a stud and a, just yeah. a great traditional power forward. I'm not arguing that. 
And then, but what I am arguing is Miami, where as good as D Wade was, they were getting bounced consistently in the first round all the time. I don't think since D Wade like won his championship, they were that reached the Eastern Conference Finals after that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, LeBron goes to that team. Great, he puts them over the hump, obviously, and gets to the finals, losing, and then they do their thing. Cool. And I will real quick. They were the Raptors were forty and forty two. Raptors were forty and forty two, so yep. they were below five hundred team. Yep. Awesome. So he was like a better Kevin Love, essentially. Um, you could say that. And and what was the difference between? I mean, like it's it's hilarious to even talk about this. Kevin Durant was the second best player in the league at the time. No, probably not. Probably, I mean, first step people probably had step over him. Yeah, but at worst they, third. They were up 3-1 on the Warriors, the Thunder were. He came from an organization that had great, um, a great front office. Another great, like LeBron never had a player even close to as talented as Russell Westbrook. And where their chemistry was different, yeah, obviously we know now Russell Westbrook is, is not as, you know, maybe as good as we would hope that, you know, Back he would have been in his prime. Yeah. But he still had a ton of talent, came through a great situation, and then you go to a team that not only you had up 3-1 in the Western Conference Finals, but they were a 73-win team the year before and were four points away from repeating. This team had already won a championship together. They, it was like you didn't, you didn't go to a situation that essentially needed you. You they, like they were the one team that they just didn't want you on anybody else. Like. Like, they got you, and they, they essentially just plugged him in with the heat. Like, they were starting fresh. They had to come up with, like, whole new schemes, everything to make this work. Essentially, with him, you're just plugging him in. And great, like, it was the right like it was the right situation for him. Obviously, they won a lot, and we knew they were going to win. And so, that was what he wanted to do, and he had every right to do it. But we can look at it and be like, that's the weakest move ever by a superstar. It's, I mean, you can't say that that championship is, you know, like – I don't know. It just, I just feel like it doesn't. Like even even Bob Myers is like, yeah, the the first one meant more. We were expected to win the other ones. Like they're not like all yeah. championships just aren't created equally. LeBron would probably say his Cleveland title and his his Lakers title are more important to him than I know his I know his Cleveland title is more important than his uh, his Heat titles. Like no, I I agree with. Everything you said, but I, I'm still getting back to the point at hand where it's like the same Braun fans that were like, let's go fucking, let's ride. Like, we're out of Cleveland, and I get it. I get it. Well, no, I'll finish my point, and then we'll get back to it. Are, we're murdering him, and I get, I get why you say it's soft, right? Especially because they were up 3-1. But back to, back to what you were saying before, Chris Bosh and D. Wade weren't like yes they were separately you know the stars on their own team but like okay let's say Steph and Clay were on different teams like would it have been different if they came together now like they still the the heat weren't good because it was just D Wade the Raptors weren't good just because it was just Chris Bosh the the Cavs weren't at their peak because it was just LeBron you're still combining the three now all together right or is was the biggest problem for you that that Warriors team had already won a, sh- a, a, a chip. I mean, I don't think it's just they won. It's like, yeah, they, they already won a chip. So it's like you have an idea that they can do it again. And it's like, you know what? Like, the, the, but Braun was talking 
Braun was talking like, we're not going to win one. We're not going to win two. So in his mind, like, okay, they would have done the same up. thing as that. No, no, and I, again, I have no problem with Braun doing that. Like, it, like the point of the game is to win the game. Like, and, and that's my whole thing with this. You shouldn't ever get to a point where, like, this is the MB fucking A, like a league with the best players in the league or in the world. Like, you just shouldn't be to the point where it's like, oh, we're too good. Like, I, I think that's cocky if you think that. Like, you should always be trying. To, but like, LeBron was his if if. If it had gone to plan, Braun was thinking, okay, we're going to – we're a squad. I got me, D. Wade, and Bosch. Like, we can go win four in a row, three in a row. Like, what's the – just because it had – that was their first year together, like, what – does that change it? Well, I, I mean, okay, pretty much here's how I look at Like – Because your reasoning of it being soft is because they already won a title, right? But, like, not only that, it's like – Sorry, when actually pretty much look at any championship besides Kevin Durant's championship, it was like there was like a process to it. There was a grind. There was there was hardships. It felt like he just like kind of he just plugged in and you guys won. And it was like until he leaves, you guys are going to continue. But, to but you know how that that is, bro. It's not like you just win championships in this league. Like yes, that talent, Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. You literally did that. Like you guys literally. You so you don't think there was work involved? You don't think that they worked on defensive teams? You don't think that there is any possible way that there could have been maybe KD and Steph problems with who gets the rock? Like there, it doesn't just happen like that. And I think that's my biggest issue is is like, okay, at one hand you guys think that Steph Curry's like what a fifth, sixth, but and not this is not you. This is just what I see. The fifth, sixth best player in the league. But at the other hand, and, and Draymond wouldn't be on an all-star on most teams. And then on the other hand, it's like, oh, that was an afterthought. And you guys deserve zero credit for actually doing the work and getting a championship. And it wasn't like they squeaked out, like, you know how hard you guys, LeBron and AD, just for as good as they are, it, it took them six games. Like, it, it's not like they eked out these cha- – like, they they put in basketball work and, and it – I feel like it, it was a lot of work to make it run as, as smoothly as it did. They put in the work, but they also were winning 4-1, to one, they were winning 4-2, to two, and they were blowing out in a lot of these games. Like, obviously, they put in the work. Right, and I'm, that's my point. I think it happens for a reason. I don't think that just, oh, we're just going to hoop and, oh, we're not going to have any issues. Like, I, I don't think anyone is that good. I think it's really easy to say that when you have Kevin Durant on your team and everybody's going, like, everybody else in the league's going, well, okay, how do we stop? Like, think about the other teams go, okay, we have to play this team, and now we have to literally, we, when we just had to stop primarily Steph and Clay and, you know, maybe make Draymond force some bad plays, it's like, oh, now you plug Kevin Durant, who is probably the best pure scorer in the game, into that team that was already changing the way we play basketball. And his game, like, seemingly fits perfect because he can shoot the three he can play their small ball perfectly it's like come on like i just can't i just that's my thing it's like we did it literally what you did just better and now we're not allowed to do it like that's what i don't get and i get it at, at a certain point like okay you didn't you just plugged it but it's like what you think if braun didn't have 
Like if Braun couldn't play with, I don't know who was the best player who would have been better than D Wade and Bosch, like that he wouldn't have done it. Like, I just, I don't understand that aspect of it. Why, like why it doesn't count because we did exactly what Braun did just probably with a little bit better of a fit and probably a little bit better talent. expectations of the superstar and you're Kevin Durant and it's like you should have been in the finals in 16 realistically and you kind of choked it and then you go to the team that you should have beat and that team was just happened to be the best regular season team of all teams that had won a championship the year prior and it's just it's all we, these we, things and we, yeah. when you have that level of expectation and that's how you that's how you win your first championship I think it's a fair criticism people criticize LeBron for that doing the same thing and, and I don't like, think they should. I think it's really fucking hard to win a title. And like you talked about it, like when's the last time, I mean, last year a little bit because it was just Kawhi, but like th- the teams that win championships have multiple stars. And I feel like this now is just the next iteration. It's like almost not uh, – this year it was because Braun and AD were literally the two best players in the bubble. Um uh, now it was enough with two, but like you need almost at this point more than two stars. And that's, it kind of started with bronze. So it's like, all right, we're, we're now evolving to that. I, I get it. I'm not saying I don't understand why people would think there's some softness, but at the same time, it's like, I think you're doing this to make me upset. And I think you clearly, there's just like, there's such a clear difference when you line everything up. And it's just like there's differences, like, but like it would have been, it would have been like LeBron going to the Celtics. That's what it would have been like if LeBron left, went to the Celtics. They were beating him, and then won titles with the Celtics. That's what it would have been like. You know, he would have joined Paul Pierce, KG, Ray Allen, Rondo. But he didn't do that. He said that's the team I have to get past. So he went. He joined a team that was getting knocked out of the first round. They had another good player, and they brought another guy in from a good team. They said, okay, we're going to put our big three up against your big four, and we're going to do this thing. So Katie didn't do that. So if the Warriors had lost the year before, and, okay. So it's because, no. End of the day, the main reason for you is that that is the squad he had been going up against, and... At the same time, they had won a title already. Yeah, and the thing was, it wasn't like 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 coming out of. Okay, let's take. Hey, anchors on its bullshit, bro. Anchors on its bullshit. One sec. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, Luke. This stage is yours. This stage is yours. We're live. Okay, perfect. So essentially, how what I was ranting about was when LeBron left, he went to Miami, but KD went to the Warriors. He went to the team that beat him, and he went to the team that was already winning. LeBron didn't do that. LeBron had to get past Celtics, and he had to team up with guys, obviously, to do that. But he didn't join that Celtics team who had won a championship in 08, then lost to the Lakers in 2009, or no, excuse me, 2010. He didn't go join that team. Like He, he joined a team that wasn't proven, and they had a lot to prove. Warriors really didn't have anything to prove, like... Like, they lost by, like, they didn't get blown out. They didn't get taken off the court 4-1. to one. They had a 3-1 lead. And they really lost by four. I mean, that game seven could have gone either way the entire time. Like, it was, it was, it was you know, a 50-50 for that last stretch of the game. 
But he went to that team, and immediately everybody knew it was over. Everybody knew Warriors were were winning as long as Kevin Durant was there. I mean, I don't think that's ridiculous to say. I mean, I remember the day he joined. I was in Tahoe with, with Kyrie, and, and Stephen A. came on and said it was the weakest move he ever has seen a superstar make because he is a superstar. This isn't, this isn't the Warriors picking up, you know, um, a top 10 player or an all-star. I mean, this is an all-time guy we're talking about, like generational talent. And I just think that, like we are talking about with LeBron and Steph earlier, they're held to higher standards. And, you know, I just think they're – I think, like, in his champion, those, those titles where we're going to look back and, yes, they're obviously going to mean a lot. And I just think that 15-1 is so much bigger of a deal than – I think, you know, the 17 and 18, it was expected. The 15 was more. Yeah. That makes sense. No, I, and I, I agree. I think my only response would be, yes, he joined a Warriors team, right? That was, had already accomplished those great things. Um, but also, I, I don't feel like that part is the exact same because, like I said, if 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 the Heat had already had Chris Bosh and D Wade, I wouldn't be surprised if they would have been going toe to toe with Braun, right? Like, I think the biggest thing that's different is like Bosh and Wade were on different teams. So if he had, or if he had been joining a team that already had Bosh and D Wade, which was what he was essentially creating, I feel like that team would have been a title team already too. And I, I again could be wrong, but Bosh and Wade is pretty damn good start and and that heat team maybe they weren't like elite and the raptors team weren't elite but they were both being propped up and and doing decently well because of the stardom of both of those guys so i i don't think it'd be crazy to assume that a bosch d-way team would have been maybe not to the level of the warriors but again we go back to the warriors yes they won 72 games but steph curry draymond green clay thompson Iguodala is that that's not like this all time great team, but I I understand. Uh, against after, huh? Talent talent wise, talent wise, talent wise. I'm I'm saying, I I think. I mean, it depends how much you value Clay, Steph, and Draymond. Like you right, know, I and it goes back. I just hear a lot of people say Draymond sucks. Like Clay could never carry his own team. Like people close to me, people close to me. People don't understand basketball. They don't understand team chemistry. They don't understand how five-on-five basketball works. Yeah. They want to look at guys who can, you know, who have, like, or athletic freaks or, or can jump yeah. out of the building and, or, you know, are jacked up. But it's like, listen, when you have guys who move well without the basketball, who have great basketball IQ, who play hard on defense, space the floor well, who don't make dumb mental mistakes, and on top of it can absolutely – Snipe from all over the court. It's like, hey, guess what? You're gonna win a lot of games, especially at the time. And I think this also gets maybe forgotten. Like they were, they were the team that was. People were still playing traditional basketball. People, like they were, they were doing what teams are doing now, four, four or five years ago. And like, dude, I actually saw this crazy quote. That's crazy. You point this out from Bob Myers five years ago, like almost predicting the future. Like he wasn't even trying to predict the future. But he predicted the future. No, I mean, and he was. I mean, they they played the rules right. They they have a great offense, and 
like, listen, you can you can say like talent wise they weren't the best, but you can go back and look at the record and they were still yeah. seventy three win team. Like, so I mean, they had to be doing yeah. something right. Oh, and I get you. So I think at the end of the day, we can agree. Braun is the best player in the league. Braun is either for me one or two, on pace to be one. Uh, but for me, I, I think he's not there yet. Although he very likely will be at the end of his career. Um, and that Steph and, and KD are all time all time greats too. Because if they weren't, I don't think the it would have been as easy as you said. No, if they weren't all time greats. I don't think that LeBron. I don't think if you know they're right, they're top five at their position. I don't think LeBron's losing exactly to that, to that type of team. He's, and I see a lot of at this point's career. Yeah, and I'm glad we can agree on that because I see a lot of people on Twitter who maybe not so much KD. I think people do give K just because I mean, if you how can you not see that greatness and that body and ability to score? But definitely with Steph. Um, okay, before we before we head out, uh, it's it was. The craziest, I think it's safe to say the craziest NBA season we've ever had. Um, what were some of your favorite memories? What were, what are, I know it started like all damn near a year ago. No, really. Dude, that's what I'm saying. No, it literally was like a yeah. 12-1 yeah. season. Um, um, some of my favorite memories. Dude, honestly, to be honest, I didn't have the most fun season. Uh, we had some high expectations in Sacramento and, uh, and yeah, it's a rough go as well. A lot of injuries, um, and I mean, to, to be honest, this season I was looking forward more to Kings basketball than the, than I guess the entire NBA overall. Yeah. Um, I think in terms of what did I like the most? I think um, the week before COVID, seeing LeBron just like beat the Clippers and beat the Bucks and kind of get that momentum in the playoffs. I remember I was really energized for that. Um, Zion getting to see just like being, I, I just remember Zion. Yeah. That game. That game against the Spurs. That was like one of the days where I was like, everything was like, I was building my day around, around that game. Like yeah. that was the most important thing. Um, even with Steph, when Steph got to play, I wanted to see, I just wanted to see what he yeah. would look like kind of doing it on his own. Almost um, bought a D League squad and beat the Raps at home. Almost did it. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was pretty cool. Um, Dude, what about Luca? I think one of the things that I loved was because of the. I mean, obviously, I'm a Warriors fan, so this was kind of an off year for me. It was an off year for me. I could just take a step back. <laughs> I take a step back and just kind of enjoy the rest of the league. It was dope to see what I think are probably going to be two of the the eventually top five players in the league and. And Luka Doncic and Jason Tatum really take, like, you saw it last year with Luka. You saw it with Tatum. But, like, this year they really, like, they really took a step forward. And that was dope for me to see just, like, two guys just with a certain style. of play. Like, dude, if you showed Luka and Tatum, like, highlights to guys who played even, like, 30 years ago, they would freak out. Like, oh, these guys are so good at basketball. No, yeah, well, it was kind of cool because, like, if you think about it, especially coming back after the bubble, it was almost like this was next season. Next season, yeah. So you kind of see, like, a little preview of what this upcoming season is going to be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, I mean, dude, it's always tough for me with young guys because all the Kings have is young guys. And you see these other guys flourishing, and you're like, damn it, we could have had, you know, we could have had Luca. I'm glad we have Fox. But, you, you, you should know, be happy with Fox. And even Bagley, I'm not ready to dip out on. He's got to get right, but 
it's just tough to see, you know. Yeah, you could have had. doing his thing against the Clippers. And the, but um, I think my most favorite, I mean, obviously other than Brown winning the championship, I think the Kings benching uh, Buddy Heald was a big highlight for me. Dude, Buddy, just, Buddy was a straight bitch this year. Oh, my God. I hope, I hope the Kings get so – I think one team's going to – think that Buddy's like this super sick player and they're going to like oh, we'll take him off your hands and over like overvalue him and I really hope we get some some good assets yeah, out of him because I, I hope so too I, Bo- Bogey yeah. and Fox is the move for that backcourt it, it has to be Bogey and Fox you hope Bagley comes back and then you'll you'll work from there yeah It'll, uh, I think the West is only going to get deeper next year, though. So yeah. I think uh, this was our year to make the playoffs, and we'll see kind of where it we'll goes We'll see. Here. But, yeah, I mean, you, this I, I was thinking about it. I've talked about it before. Like, if you go down the line, I, I don't think there's a single – there's 15 teams in the conference. I don't think there's a single team that they're I, – I mean, every team at the start of the year, I'm sure, says, all right, let's make the playoffs. But, like, I, I legitimately don't think there's a team 1 through 15 – that like they aren't strongly pushing to make for the playoffs, you know. Like you go down yeah. the line, maybe the Timberwolves, but even the Timberwolves—they just traded for D'Angelo Russell and they have Carl Anthony Towns. Like Nuggets. Yeah, no, I think we're I think we're easily the worst team going into the uh, Western Conference. But you're naturally a little bit more pessimistic. I still think there's no. some. You know, you disagree. No, I I think last year I was like I was so cocky. I thought we were going to be like. But they no, but the the Kings have a way of really just sucking the soul out of you guys, and then they no, I, I can tell they've done that. I still and think I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure Bam Adebayo and De'Aaron Fox are like best friends, so I'm, I'm really worried that if we <laughs> oh. just gonna skip town and go. Dude, to no, they they gotta lock him up pretty soon. I'm pretty sure. I will pay. I would pay him so much money right now. I no, would pay you, him. you double what Buddy got. That, that's crazy. That Buddy got that much, and then you look now, it's like, and he's like not even texting Luke Walton back. It's like, dude, you're not that sick. But, yeah, I know. You won a three point contest, bro. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, no, dude, sick. You're from the Bahamas. You're from the Bahamas. <laughs> yeah. All right, bro. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Let's do this again soon. Um, it was a lot of fun. And I feel like. I got a, a clearer picture now. Braun fans, they they get it. It's just like like with Steph, they just there's a lot of people that talk crazy and they let it get to them sometimes. And then, but I, I get it. Honestly, yeah, it comes down to your knowledge of basketball. And if you're dumb, you're going to be dumb for either side. You're going to make stupid points exactly. or like basic points. So exactly. It is what it is. Yeah. Also, debuting a new outro song from shout out Henry Holden. Thanks for the outro song, but you're very special podcast, bro. Awesome. Peace, guys. Thanks all for tuning in. We'll be back in a week. Thanks again. Peace.